There's a, a program going on at WAME about adult mentoring. And we've got two folks here to talk about that. Merle Pochinski, Human Services and Partners and Independence Manager with the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministry. And Ann Rash, who's a volunteer mentor, to talk about what this mentoring program is all about. Ladies, good morning. Thank you for joining me. Merle, let me start with you. Tell me about the PIP program. Hi, Wayne. Thank you so much for having us this morning. And good morning to all of your listeners. Um, so our PIP program, it stands for Partners in Independence, um, and it was, uh, it was an idea of our current director, Victoria Nemirowski, um, back in the, I guess, the, the aughts, um, and, and was, was later developed with an intern and, and the, her first uh, PIP uh, manager, Adrian Marks. Um, so it began in about, uh, about 12 years ago, in 2011, and... Um, it was an opportunity to do something a little different at WAME. Um, WAME, um, a lot of our case management work is emergency assistance. That is uh, folks that, you know, find themselves in a financial um, crisis, maybe, um, you know, a, a large car repair, you know, which, which, as I think all of your listeners would know, would be a great payout. Um, but it could, you know, something like that when you're not expecting it. Um, is really tough, and how do I pay my rent, or how do I pay my utility bill? Um, so, so that's sort of the crisis uh, management that we would do. Um, but uh, we were looking for a way to, to support our clients in a more sustained way. Um, and uh, so the PIP program, the mentoring program, was uh, developed, and, and it's a, it, it is a way to really walk the journey with, uh, with a learning partner, a mentor um, with a learning partner, um, you know, trying to trying to move toward um, goals that that learning partner um, has. That that learning partner is usually in some sort of a transitional place in their life, and um, you know, how how can we move them toward their goals? How can we rather support them as they um, move toward toward those goals that they self describe? So that's kind of kind of in a, in a nutshell, sort of the, the foundation of, of the program. Merle, the program began in 2011. How has it expanded over the years? Are you doing things now in 2023 you weren't doing in 2011? Sure. Um, yeah, so, um, I mean, it, it's, it's certainly grown. Um, I, firstly, I think um, more of our area agencies know about the work that we're doing and um, can refer their clients over to our program. Um, so it's known within the, the social services uh, sector, I would say. Um, we've also grown in terms of the numbers of mentors that we have had and currently have in the program. We, ha we have, I guess, alumni, too, people who have been in the program, both learning partners and mentors um, that are out, kind of out there in the world. And I think they can be um, ambassadors for the program as well. Um, and and the, match, the matching process um, continues, and, and we've grown and expanded in terms of um, the, the numbers of folks that we, we put together uh, in, into, the, into the relationship program. And good morning. You're one of the mentors in this program, and why did you get involved in this program with WAME? I have been a mentor uh, for many years, so I've had a variety of mentees. And um, I guess I would say being a mentor is uh, as much a learning experience for the mentor as it, as it is for the mentee because 
we really help them navigate the system. And believe me, the system is very complicated uh, when you talk about Social Security or getting a GED or some of the things that we help them navigate. It was humbling for me because I didn't have to do some of this. I, I was more blessed in terms of, you know, having an education and having a uh, background that was supportive and a family. And many of these folks don't have that support. So that's what we provide. Why did you get involved in it in the first place? And has it perhaps exceeded your expectations on giving back to the community? I, yes, I would say so. I, I would say that I, it's been a learning experience for me. And I was a lifetime educator, so this seemed like a good thing to do in retirement, maybe to give back. So give me an example of who some of the people that you are a mentee to or a mentor to. Uh, it's the range. It could be uh, a single mom trying to uh, <clears throat> get a GED and find employment. It could be uh, a person who is struggling in a particular job and needs a job coach. Uh, it could be someone who just needs to organize their finances so that they can make the most of what they have, uh, finding other agencies that can help them out. So it, it's a range, and each person is so different, and their needs are different. Do you need special training to do this, or are you just basically referring to your own personal life experiences? Um, well, there is a training process for the mentees, and I think the majority of people who come in to be a mentor are people. People, they want they they can relate to people. They can they know how to build trust. They know how to work with people, but then there are some special uh, training aspects that are important uh, so that boundaries are set. Uh, we're, not, we're not counselors, we're not social workers. We are, uh, some of us are trained as social workers and stuff like that, but that's not what we do. This right. is, this this is, is yeah. I was just going to say, this, this is a, you know, a volunteer program. And, you know, as I, as I say when I do the trainings, um, you know, all of you have come here because you, you exactly what Ann had said, you, you have um, desires to, to be involved with other people, you have, you're a relationship kind of person, um, and you come with your skill set. And so I'm not going to be teaching you anything new, but really focusing your knowledge um, around, you know, how, how to most successfully um, progress in a mentoring relationship. And as Ann mentioned, we, you know, we talk about boundaries and um, knowing what our limits are and making sure that those, our meaning our men, uh, mentors, um, and making sure we, um, we uh, adhere to, to, to those um, boundaries. Um, and we also, but we also talk about, you know, what, what is the progression um, going to try to look like? And we talk about SMART goals. Um, a lot of people out there probably are familiar with SMART goals, very specific, measurable, attainable goals that, you know, one breaks down and, and tries to chip away um, at, at that 
progression so that um, you know it doesn't feel like it's overwhelming to look for a job, that there are actual steps that one would take to do that. Um, and you know, and there's an opportunity to learn from other um, agencies in the in the community at our training. What what kinds of um, services are offered um, to help support our mentors? So we we bring in um, folks from area agencies as well. Um, we even have a, a, a relationship with um, access agencies, specifically their um, access to employment um, program, um, and every. Every time they have one of their trainings, um, I do go into that um, learning environment and talk about our PIP program um, with the hope that some of the folks in their program will be interested in, you know, having that more sustained, again, that sustained relationship with a mentor to, to kind of coach them through and, you know, support them through their job search process and beyond, perhaps. Merle, how long is the training session and is it a one-shot deal, or does a mentor have to go through that session, say, once every year? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so um, it's, it, the, the training, uh, the initial training for brand-new mentors, it's about um, over, you know, a, a couple of sessions. It's about six hours or so. Um, and then we meet monthly, um, and it's an opportunity to uh, share in a confidential space, you know, about some of the challenges that we might be dealing with, some of the successes that we, you know, want to share with each other. Um, and again, um, I, I'm always uh, interested in bringing in um, professionals in our community to talk uh, to our mentors about um, their expertise. Um, and our mentors, of course, uh, do, do make suggestions to me of the kinds of things that would be helpful to them. So the training is it's continual in that regard, um, but the but the initial training sessions um, are about you know five to six hours, uh, depending. Now, Merle, in my studio here, I have a lot of LPs, but in your world, LP means something different, and it's not vinyl. What exactly is an LP? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Um, and LP, so um, I, you know, I that's my shorthand <laughs> for a learning partner. Um, and a learning partner, as as Anne was um, so beautifully, eloquently saying, are um, are the folks that we match our mentors with. The folks, these earnest um, people who are, um, you know, recognizing that they have uh, strengths and abilities, but they're kind of feeling stuck. Um, and recognize that they might benefit from, you know, having somebody, as I said earlier, to walk that journey. And believe me, I think, um, I think having somebody who has your back is just, you know, so powerful. And our learning partners um, get to be those those wonderful folks that uh, that that, um, that that get to have that relationship and grow in in small and big ways, um, and then I think we as, as mentors and, and me as the, the, the program um, overseer, if you will, um, you know, it, it's, it's, so, it's so enriching and, and um, really magnificent uh, from, a, from an emotional perspective, I would say. It, it's really moving um, to, to see what, uh, what these mentors, these amazing mentors um, and their amazing learning partners can do and how they can grow together. What kinds of goals do LPs work towards? 
Right. So, again, Eddie suggested a few things. Um, I mean, sometimes it is looking for a, a job, any job, just something right now until, you know, I can get my feet on the ground type of thing. Uh, sometimes it is um, certification um, to, to have a more specialized training. Uh, sometimes it is, per, and I'm going to say in air quotes, as simple as getting a GED, which is not necessarily simple if you have two young children at home and, you know, are trying to, you know, pay your bills, et cetera, et cetera. So getting a GED or a license, that can be a goal. Um, but it's interesting, even, again, air quotes, a simple GED, um, as these relationships grow, um, you know, there's just so many more things that, um, that might come out of that relationship in addition, to, um, in, in addition to that simple statement at the beginning, that simple goal that's stated at the beginning of the relationship. Um, housing, um, more, uh, more comfortable housing. Uh, comfortable meaning, uh, I'm thinking particularly um, of, of somebody that may have some kind of disability. Can I find a place that might you know, accommodate me better than where I currently am situated. You know, you might see something like that. Um, or, um, you know, how to, how to get a promotion or how to find a job that, that you know, really speaks more to my skill set. Um, or writing a resume. I mean, all of those sorts of things uh, can be a, a goal. I'm sure I'm missing a few areas that we've worked in, but those are the kinds of things that come to mind. And I don't know if you had wanted to jump in there. Uh, financial uh, mm, management. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Budgeting and uh, can I really buy a new car? Can I really afford it? How could I manage uh, with what I have? Those kinds of things that are really simple things. However, when you're all alone, it's very difficult to figure it all out. And so just we're there to say, <clears throat> well, let's let's do this. Let's do a monthly budget and let's see if we can figure out if you have enough money for a new car or whether we just have to soldier on with what we have, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. I would not have thought that a learning partner might talk about rumba instructing certification as an early step in starting a physical training business, but that's just an idea about the the range of these uh, partners that we're talking about with the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministry this morning. Lastly, Merle, I think that you're looking for two things here. You're looking for mentors to add to your program, but aren't you also looking for people who are looking for mentors? How do they get in touch with you, and how do you match them up? Uh, thanks, yes. Um, so, yeah, we're always looking to, as you asked earlier, to expand the program and uh, keep it uh, keep it hardy. Um, so they would contact me, Merle Paczynski, at um, the Windham Area Interfaith Ministry, 860-456-7270, extension 106. Or you could go to our website, uh, wamect.org slash programs, and you can look for our mentoring program, the Partners in Independence, um, and you'll find my uh, direct information there. And what if they need more information? And what if they need more information? Or more materials. Well, I would say call me, um, and I would be more than happy to set up a meeting and no, um, you know, no strings attached, just talk to me and learn more about the program. Um, we do have a flyer on our website, so that 
um, that will give you a sense of the kind of things that our learning partners um, come to us looking uh, to do. And um, yeah, I think a conversation with me or a meeting with me would be um, the, the optimal way of learning about. And I can also direct you toward a mentor if you if one is interested in becoming a mentor. You could speak with a real live mentor <laughs> as well. And the mentor training is scheduled to begin on March the 16th. That phone number is 860-456-7270, extension 106. Just one more way, the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministries making our community a better place to live with their adult mentoring program. That was Merle Pachinski, Human Services and Partners and Independence Manager with Wayne, and also Ann Rash, a volunteer PIP mentor. Ladies, thank you very much for joining me this morning. Thank you very much Thank for having you. us. Appreciate it, your time. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.